All right, let's check out a weird one. The Cinephiliac Lounge. You really must uh, come by my studio one day. I'll show you exactly how it's, it's not done. that weird. Okay, the Cinephiliac Lounge is a monthly series, a podcast. Uh, it's in the arts category. The artwork is a projector, uh, a real, a real projector, which nobody watches films on. Uh, podcast about movies and drinking. Every episode, Pat and Scott pick one movie and talk about it until there's nothing left to say. We also discuss what we're drinking. That's the description. Enjoy. So, so the notes they gave me uh, for their submission in the notes, it's two guys having a few drinking, talking about a movie. Okay. Um, so we're going to check this show out. I already did. I listened to, and there's a weird anomaly going on with this episode. I checked out episode seven and eight, the dead alive episode and the time bandits episode. What's weird. And I did also check out the arrival episode, uh, which was episode number five. And then, the um, uh, the the uh, birds of prey episode I skipped around on a bit too just to verify, but they have a weird anomaly going on with their listing. I don't know who they're hosting through, um, but this seems like one of those bullshit hosting things like Buzzsprout or something. In Apple Podcasts, their oldest episode is first, and their most recent episodes at the bottom. Even though they've done a full episode listing one through eight. However, if I check them out on Google Podcasts, it's ordered correctly. So this very well could be because Apple Podcasts treats our Apple treats Apple Podcasts software like a redheaded stepchild. It's ridiculous that how much there is in that software or how much that they get out of podcasts and they just treat it like a little bitch. It's the worst thing ever. That's I, weird. I don't know why Apple Podcasts does that. Or Apple does that. They just, they've always treated their podcasting segment as a little bitch. Always have, always will. Okay. So, uh, the, the Cinephiliac Lounge, it's, it, it's a kind of a standard format. They open up with their intro. They drop a synopsis. Sometimes they'll drop an audio clip and then they talk about it for an hour. Um, I'll give you guys a taste of it. I'll tell you what I'm scoring it and then we'll offer some, uh, or I'm sorry, we'll give a taste, talk about the good and the bad, give some suggestions and then, uh, then we'll drop a score, which means nothing to anybody outside of this circle. My circle of friends. Okay. All right. Time bandits. Let's give it a listen. Oop. I love that film. Shh. Cool intro. Welcome to the Cinephiliac Lounge. I'm Scott Kilroy. And I'm Pat O'Connell. And today we have a very special guest. Okay, you already... Oh, wait. With us. Hi, I'm Gina. I'm Pat's wife. I'm Scott's friend. <laughs> okay, everybody's super uncomfortable. Like, really uncomfortable. Uh, not everybody's built to be on the microphone. Not everybody has that practice yet. Um, but damn, so awkward. Um one other thing I wanted to point out that um, they 
They will. Did I already say? I did already say that they sometimes play a movie clip. All right. <laughs> and today we're talking about Time Bandits. But first. Remember my voice. I do trailers. All kinds of trailers. 73, take two. One day they'll put me in a film, a proper full length. Okay. So they're, they, they usually, I don't know if that's a clip from the film. I've heard on a couple other episodes, they play a clip from the film and then they open up discussion. The audio quality on some of these, um, when the, in the conversation, I don't know if they're using Zoom or what's going on. Not the best. Just read what's on the script. I'm going to fast forward to it. The script. Is for the special effects. You know, pertaining to the, the film. Has he got like two minutes in. Be spoilers ahead. Okay. Sure. Honest. <laughs> Honest. Modest. What's that got to do with it? Okay. Before we begin, Scott, do you want to give a short synopsis of the film? And warning, there will be spoilers <sighs> ahead. Sure. Time Bandits, written by Monty Python alums Terry Gilliam and Michael Palin, directed by Terry Gilliam, and backed by former... Be- okay, so they go and they, they, they do this, and they read through a synopsis, is just reading, and it's sleepy, um, you know, I, I feel like uh, it's, you know, they're friendly, and their audio's pretty good, they got a cool intro, but it's discussion. It's it's they're just they go and do their synopsis and then they discuss. Slash thieves come across the likes of Napoleon, Robin Hood, and Agamemnon, amongst others. Eventually, the group has a conference. Okay, this is it, and I guarantee. Then they, here's the other thing: they haven't dropped an episode since February, and I typically would turn this down. Um, it's there's the possibility that the entire adventure was nothing more than the imaginings of an 11 year old boy. Time bandage stars Sean content wise. It's not much other than what we've heard before on other movie review shows. What sets these guys apart? I don't know. And I think that they need to ask themselves that what it is, is just a couple guys having a drink, just like what the title says. They are what they say. They are a couple guys having a drink, talking about what they're drinking, talking about movies. That's it. That's it. It's a discussion. It's just a discussion. My thing is, what are your credentials? Oh, we're just we're just fans. Well, why why do why do I want to listen? I'm also a movie fan. Can I hop on your show? Let's just have a discussion about the movie. Yeah, I just feel like uh, you know what I mean. It's which is fair, but what are you bringing the table to the table that any other cinema review show hasn't already? Uh, redesigned. Bob- I can go watch. What is it? Cinemania? Like there's there's a bunch of different review shows out there that do just this, but better. On the nose, I get oak, vanilla, and light leather. It's very subtle, though. It's not, it's, this is not a strong bourbon. This is very, very weak. On the palate. Every time I listen to you guys' episodes, anytime you review what you're drinking, you sell me the product so good. I swear to God, there was one thing that you're drinking that you're like, oh, yeah, it tastes like chocolate chip cookies. Or- uh, yeah, Gary Vaynerchuk did that 10 years ago um, with wine. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's fine. Um, I mean, it's cool. You got a cheerleader there. I, you know what? I mean, I'm being, I'm being negative, Nancy. I apologize. I just feel like they have an intro. 
They haven't dropped an episode since February. They sat down and they hit record and do it all remotely through Zoom. And they, I think there's an expectation that um, people are just going to show up. And they probably lost steam after doing this for almost a year and just said, fuck it. Maybe they just gave up. Maybe they got stuff going on in their lives or whatever. But I would imagine that they just said, okay, nobody's digging in. So fuck it. Uh, it's an hour and a half of just talking. It's described as East meets West because Suntory Whiskey, I guess, bought Jim Beam or they worked with the Jim Beam. So this is the creation. Between I mean, how excited are you listening to this? Am I just too impatient and intense that I need to have some sort of entertainment value when I'm listening to a show rather than just hearing people talk? Because again, going back to things like Joe Rogan, we could argue that, well, that fucking guy talks for three straight hours and nobody says anything about them. He just gains followers. No, he's also a super huge celebrity and he's a comedian and he gets massive guests on his show. In fact, he rides on the waves of his guests. Now, if you got, if you were doing Indiana Jones and you had Harrison Ford on your show, uh, I'd expect you'd be just as big as Joe Rogan. But Harrison Ford isn't going to be on your show because it's sleepy. Oh, they're so cool. They're like the best. Yeah. Oh, I'm um, glad you like them. Thank you. Okay. So I'm going to go. So I'm looking at. Uh, so I'm going to fast forward to the episode so you can hear. You're not going to hear a whole lot of change later in the episode. All the stuff with history, you know, they're playing with history. Uh, in some, some so these that. guys are they're doing their analysis, but the reason Michael Palin contributed, Michael Palin apparently he got a degree in history. He said that this film was the first. Okay, time. so we could sit here and dig in and like they do their homework. They they they're t- having a good discussion. It's not much different than I would hear around a kitchen table, which is fine. I think what it is is you have to you have to come to the come to the realization that you have to entertain. Um, you're, if you're going to be involved in entertainment, then you have to entertain a little bit, you know, why do I use sound effects? That's weird. You know, I, I use sound effects cause I know that part of this is a show. This is a show. I could sit here and just talk and rattle, but the reality is, is I have to entertain to some extent and get a few laughs and goof and be silly sometimes because you have to do a show when it all comes down to it. Just sitting down and expecting people to, sh- to arrive and think, to have the ego that people are just going to want to listen to you talk for an hour and a half, um, it's, you're setting yourself up for failure. So you're a show about entertainment. So entertain. Why should I listen to you over any other cinema review show? Mystery Science Theater, I would argue, is a far superior entertaining show because they're making comedy through the whole show. It's commentate. Well, I guess it's not really a review show, but I'm just my, my point being is add some sort of entertainment value. Yeah, you guys might have some little quips in there, but add a theme to your show. If you guys are getting drunk or if you guys are drinking, then get hammered and, and progressively get angry at it or something. You can fake that. You can get a little buzzed and like fake getting hammered. It's okay. You're an entertainer now. You don't have to be, and I'm doing air quotes here, authentic because there is no such thing as authentic in entertainment. It's the truth. You can stage a lot. Do you think drunk history, these people are literally plastered out of their minds? No, no, they're not. 
If you watch the show Hot Ones, where they interview people and they eat progressively spicier hot wings, there's a hot sauce that they keep on the show that is absolutely disgusting. I've tried it. It's horrific, but it is the one that just kicks everybody's ass, and it's in the middle of the list. But they keep it because of the reaction. You know why? Because the audience goes, oh, here it comes. It's the big one. We're going to see what these people do and how they react. You know, you have to Scooby-Doo your formula, your show. So you have to bring some excitement, bring some, bring some entertainment. It's the movies, man. You're reviewing movies. But he later, David Warner admits that when he arrived at That's that, so boring, dude. So bring in some games, add a theme or something to it. Uh, come up with some sort of foundation. We're dudes who get blasted while we listen to the show. You don't have to literally... Uh, question your or make your health make questionable health decisions getting blasted you can pretend though you guys need to definitely loosen up uh, the synopsis readings at the beginning and the talk about the alcohol you're just reading labels you know and I like how she the, his wife pointed out um, you know I like how you guys talk about you know did the Gary Vaynerchuk formula you know this tastes like fruit loops and da 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 cool so why aren't you why aren't you talking about your reviews and giving it a thumbs up thumbs down and uh, sharing that on social and making that a segment? Okay, man. Today we're gonna you know we used to do um, we used to do a segment on our show. One of the shows was what's in the stash box. The stash box would always have a new beer every show. Okay, and we would taste it and we'd do thumbs up thumbs down every time it would open up. Boom! Grind time rap game. Sucka sucka. Blah 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 blah. Uh, what's in the stash box? Drink, 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 alcohol, play music. All right, man. Time to get out. Time to get out. Here we go. All right, man. Today we're going to check out the blah, 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 bourbon, and we're going to give it a taste, and then we're going to drink it through the show. But first, let's check in with so-and-so. All right, man. What are we tasting today? Okay. Bop, 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 bop. Have your drink. Dope. I give it three stars. What do you give it? I give it four stars. All right, man. Now I'm feeling juice. Let's get out into the movie. You know, you got to have some fun with this, man. I'm going to give you guys a 4.7. I think um, these work, man. These work. I, I Add a theme to the show. The intro is great. You guys are friendly. You have pretty good audio for the most part for it being a Zoom call. Um, I'd bring some excitement, man. Bring some games. Loosen up. Have some fun. You're talking about movies. Congratulations. You're a podcaster. You're a producer. You're an engineer. You're a writer. And you're also an entertainer. Stick them up.